A tear forms in my left eye. I look down to hide my face. I try to capture floating images from another time. To revive thoughts, autumnal red and gold leaves, belonging to the sceptered isle that lies beyond the Sargasso Sea. But the leaves are withering, falling all around me. In truth, they fell to the ground long ago. In vain, I look upwards to stop this tear from falling too but fail. It slips from the outer corner of my eye, caressing the outline of my cheekbone. I rummage through my handbag for a tissue and press it against my face. Nobody notices. I look at my mother, Julia, clutching onto the simple cream urn that contains my father's ashes. The urn is positioned between us, on the back seat of a car. Sadella, you lost your Jamaican accent long ago, Mama says. I expect that was down to your father. You still have that slow Kingston pace though, but that's about it. She looks down at Daddy. Mama and I are the backseat passengers of an old American Ford. We are leaving the dry, scorching heat of Kingston, and entering the lush center of this small island. The car belongs to Joseph, a local taxi driver, and an old family friend, now in his early seventies. He has offered to take me, Mama and my older brother, Hector, to Port Antonio. I look at the interior of Joseph's car. I am sure it was designed, before air conditioning for vehicles had become commonplace. Although, it has the added feature of a baton, in case anything untoward happens on our journey. A sad sign that there is still terrible division in 21st century Jamaica. I have not lived here for many years, but I try to visit my family as often as my small wage can afford. Some journeys are very necessary, and this is one of them. I check my watch. It is eight o'clock in the morning and five months after my father's death. Today, I will say goodbye to him for the last time. We will scatter his ashes into the Caribbean Sea. To continue Sadella's journey, read her first chapter on the creolmesalina.substack.com.